Welcome to the Wheatful Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Goff, and I'm so excited you're here. I'm an online product shop owner over at Wheat & Honey Co., a business strategist leading women-owned, profitable, and purposeful businesses, and your host here at the Wheatful Woman Podcast. Join us as we have fun and soulful conversation with a bunch of girlfriends pursuing a life full of intention and purpose. We are here to give you space and tools for your holistic wellness journey and hope you leave each episode feeling a bit more full than when you came. All right, Wheatful Women, let's dive in. Today, we're chatting with Desiree Siegfried about how to create a safe haven to search your soul and discover a heart of purpose every day. Desiree is passionate about leading others through her Heart of Purpose podcast, through her website and blog, and also through her shop at DesireeHeartSock.com. I'm excited for you to get to be a part of this conversation today as we rest in hope and grace and love and navigate what it looks like to live with purpose throughout our days. Here's my conversation with Des. Hey, Des, welcome to the Hi. Weekly Podcast. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit today and hear about all the things going on in your world. Oh, yeah. Right lots. now. <laughs> lots, always lots. And before we really get in, to all the things with your business and with your podcast and your blog. I'd love to start just hearing a little bit more about your world and your family. Uh, sure. I mean, where, where, where do I start? <laughs> um, I have uh, two sweet little boys. Mm. They're almost two and four. So they keep me busy, busy, busy. And we're living here in Portland. So we're, um, you know, just waiting for the air to clear up because the fires. But um, other than that, you know, I met Chris on The Bachelorette, the show, and we've just been living life, you know, mm-hmm. staying busy, you know, just just enjoying it. Yeah. What's your favorite thing to do for date night or as a family? What's your favorite thing to do right now with the family? I mean, I feel like every day, we, you know, you can get into the same routine or, I mean, kind of the same routine, you know, mm-hmm. but both Chris and I were still thankfully are able to work and we're still both able to go into our offices. So that's been really great to be able to keep it, you know, consistent. And the, and Asher, he's almost four, he's going to preschool. So his school is open and um, my little guy has a sitter um, three days a week. So, you know, I just feel very blessed that we're able to still be able to live our lives during all of this quarantine and during this, you know, crazy, crazy year. Mm-hmm. But um, what, I mean, whenever Chris and I have an opportunity, uh, <laughs> we honestly just love to just honestly just have a quiet dinner out, you know, like that table time. Yeah, just the table look at time each other. because you're yeah. just, you know, and it, because it is true with little ones. Oh, maybe even just, you know, older kids. Like mm-hmm. if you're at dinner, you are one person is on one kid, the other is mm-hmm. on the other kid, mm-hmm. or you're just trying to like, you know, manage them yeah and then if Chris and I ever try to just talk my four-year-old is like trying to talk over us or you know yeah table time I'm not a mother yet I hope to be but even in the busy of being a business owner and we just got a dog in December and trying to train him and work from home with him I love that table time 
That's what I always tell my husband when he says, what do you want to do tonight? I say, let's just sit on the patio and eat and just look at each other and talk and have undistracted time. And I can imagine as a mom, I'm sure that's that much more of a treat yeah. for you, for you. And yeah, it's, it's hard too, I think for everyone, um, especially because we have our phones next to us. So yeah. I think it's also important to say like, keep your phones away when you mm-hmm. are, if you are wanting, you know, a, a deeper connection. And if you're mm-hmm. wanting table time or if you're wanting to, yeah, you need to set aside all distractions. And that's really hard as a mom too, because especially working mom, you know, especially working from home mom, because I, you know, I'm on my phone to work and Chris, his job is pretty demanding with like, he's, he has to be always available. Mm -hmm. So we're just, you know, we have to be very intentional uh, and, and really think about, okay, am I, am I on my phone right now? Like too much, like, but it's hard when you get in the groove of things or if you have like a deadline or, you know, for Chris, it's usually time sensitive. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's just things you have to really be aware of, especially with the little ones. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about motherhood and what that looks like for you right now? You don't know how you're going to be until you're a mother. Like I am super chill. And before kids, you know, I've, I'm just like a free spirit, like go with the flow. But you realize as a mother, like sir, you just, it's different. You know, you have these little beings that are in your mm-hmm. care and you want to keep them alive. And so, you know, certain things can come in like fears or the the desire to control situations because you feel like controlling will keep them, you know, from harm Mm -hmm. or it just becomes a way of life because, you know, it becomes very scheduled, you know, they have to eat at this time or go to bed at this time and nap at this time. And I think that's where it can get a little hard and you have to, again, be intentional and aware of what you're doing and Mm -hmm. be able to let go because Mm -hmm. you have to, you know, give it to God and you have to be able to, understand that you don't have control over every situation Mm -hmm. and you, and you just have to trust that your children are going to be okay. And especially, you know, if there's with a sitter or with your grand, the grandparents, like Mm -hmm. you just got to trust that, you know what, a day without mom is going to be just okay. You Mm -hmm. know, like, and and giving, giving up that control and giving up um, any type of fears that you have, because that's really how you can live life. And your, your Mm -hmm. kids are going to, soak in everything that you do and say. And so if you're overly protective or overly controlling, then, you know, they're never going to be able to take risks or be able to decide on their own. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that's a problem that we see even Mm -hmm. in young kids is they just don't know how to solve problems because as parents, we want to do it all for them. Yeah. 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 That's such a good advice. As you're saying that, I'm thinking that's probably going to be one of the biggest challenges for me, because even just if we're talking completely out of context with this podcast, my husband always tells me, just let the conversation go. Like you don't, you don't have to have <laughs> yeah. this checklist, just have a conversation. And that so applies to, I mean, any type of close relationship, whether it's motherhood or it's a marriage or it's a really good friend, we have to trust that God can do more in our stillness than he can in our doing. Well, yeah, because we're not giving him any space to. Right, right. Yeah, when we continue to control, we're literally saying, like, God, I know better. And Mm -hmm. that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And so he just really wants us, you know, to to let go. Yeah. Trust him. (laughs) In all, like you said, in all relationships. 
Yeah. And business ownership and everything, especially marriage too. I mean, you can't control the guy or mm-hmm. the girl, like, mm-hmm. so and you, you should, also, but it's also, yeah, you shouldn't. And also yeah. like allowing them to be who they are not trying mm-hmm. to morph them into something that you want. I think mm-hmm. that happens a lot in relationships, like early relationships, but yeah. that's, yeah. I don't know. I want to talk about your podcast, the heart of purpose podcast. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite parts of being a host and creating this space for conversation to encourage others? Yeah. It's really interesting because doing a podcast or even like being front and center is like not my forte. Like I typically, it took me quite a while to get to where I'm like, like I felt the calling, I felt the urge and I felt God saying like, you, you need to do this. You should do this. You need to do this. And you know, I was like putting it off because it's not, I don't know. I just, one, I do so many other things. You know, I run my business. I'm a mom. I only work part-time. And so I'm like, well, God, like how, when will I even do this? And I think that's where you learn too. like, if you're doing something for the kingdom or for God, like you prioritize and you make time because that's where true connections are going to come. That's when blessings are going to come. That's when he is going to be able to use you for who he created you to be. And so the more, you know, I really realized that I just knew I needed to start it and I'm, I'm working on season two now. And it's just already crazy how just going through, like once he puts you in that situation, once I said yes, and once I've done it, like I am like now, like looking back, I'm like, okay, I was a little timid and like, not sure what to talk about, but like, I still let God lead in conversations or in my messages. But now I'm like, oh, I am ready. I'm ready to do this. Like, I don't know. It's just funny how once you get into it, you know, he gives you that confidence and that, and that like, he, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just crazy. But my favorite thing about the podcast is when I get to talk to people because Mm -hmm. I am more of an introvert and like, I I don't like large crowds. I'm more of a one-on-one, like that's where I get refilled and recharged. And I think that's what I've been missing like a lot, like, because, you know, I, I, I've moved a lot. I don't have necessarily those same friends that I can just pick up the phone and mm-hmm. talk to for an hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, even my closest friends, I don't sit down and talk to for an hour because yeah. I'm, we're both busy, you know, being mm-hmm. mothers, running businesses. So the podcast has just been such a great outlet to talk mm-hmm. to such encouraging, inspiring women. And honestly, it's filled like my soul more. Mm-hmm more than anything, it's been like a healing for me. And so I know that it can also, you know, reach other people. Yeah. That's a crazy, crazy experience. When you think I had very similar feelings, I don't want to do that. I'm not sure that I I don't know. I'm much more of an introvert as well. So the thought of having this space where I was talking to women that I respect and I admire is incredibly intimidating to me. And it was really cool to see how, I had to lean into the Lord because I knew he was asking me to do it. And as I did that, like you said, you build this strength and this confidence and you realize, okay, that's not me. That's not, that's not Brittany. That's (laughs) God wanting to use this space. And he's wanting to have these conversations where women from all over can connect and can feel like they're a part of something and encouraged. And like you said, I did not anticipate the blessing it's been to me personally, especially during 2020. Yeah, of all to be able to connect with women over Zoom and have conversations in the middle of our busy and every single interview, it's been okay. We have this quick slot of time. Let's let's put this on the calendar and then we go back to busy. And to be able to even have that time in the middle of all that, 
and make new friendships, the connections and just the conversations that I've had, I would have never talked to these people otherwise. So yeah, it is a really cool. cool. Yeah. It's it's a great tool to be able to like a great reason, you know, like I've even thought that I'm like, you know what, it's been really great because this has even just been a reason to connect to, Mm -hmm. um, to other women. And yeah, it's been, it's just been great. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I relate. And it's also great too, which I mean, I've talked about on the podcast a lot because of the other women who have talked about it too, but it's also so great because the other thing that can get into our minds or into our um, doubt is comparison. And a lot of times, especially if like you and I, you know, we were like, you know what, we're just like not natural, like Mm -hmm. talkers. I just Mm -hmm. don't know how to like, look at so-and-so they're just doing so well. But I think that's when we have to realize like God has given us all different gifting. So the way I speak may not speak to some of your audience, but they speak to like who, who I'm reaching or who God is putting in the way for me to reach. And same with you, like those listening, um, you know, they listen to you for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it's just wonderful that we all can work together to build his kingdom rather than really take it all for our own, you know, because one thing I always, always, always say, and I've said this forever is, it's always his glory over my gain. And I think when we can build each other up, Mm -hmm. especially women right now, I feel like God is using women in Mm -hmm. a very big way and we just have to be able to answer the call. And Mm -hmm. so that's wonderful that you did too, because you know, you're reaching so many people. Yeah. Yeah. He has something so much bigger in mind. You talk about living with a heart of purpose every day and your blog is all about living with this motivation. Can you just talk about that a little bit today and what that means to you? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, purpose has always been a thing. Well, hope and purpose. So, hope has always been a theme in my life because I've, you know, I've gone through struggle, I've gone through financial burdens and just a lot of stuff where you're like, okay, God, like I have no idea what's going on in my life, but right now I'm at rock bottom. <laughs> And so I've always held on to hope and um, I don't know. And so when I was coming up with the podcast and my blog and everything, I am, um, well, hearts are always very important to me. And also I feel like God speaks to me through little hearts. Like I, I will walk, I, I find hearts everywhere. And mm-hmm. every time I do, I feel like it's a little wink, you know, like it's like God, like winking at me. Yeah. But anyways, I knew I wanted heart. And then also my maiden name is heart sock. So, you know, whatever. It just works. It works. But, um, heart of purpose every day is, it actually is hope. So H O P E heart of purpose every day, mm-hmm. because I want you to live in hope mm-hmm. and to have the hope you have to live with a heart of purpose. Meaning like, you, you are intentional each day with discovering that purpose that God wants for you, um, waking up with gratitude. And I don't know, you know, it can get hard. Like I'm an extremely positive person, but there's days where I'm, I can be emotional or mm-hmm. I'm also an empath. So I feel like the weight of the world, like this year has been tough mm-hmm. to stay, to keep my like perkiness because I just, I can get like, I feel it all. So I I get it. You know, I get like, if you're going through a struggle right now or anything, I get it. It can feel dark and it can feel alone, like you're alone. But um, I think it's just surrendering into that and surrendering, Mm -hmm. surrendering it all to God and Mm -hmm. being able to move forward because then you are like living with a heart of purpose. You're moving past the dark, past the, I don't know, the struggle and 
And, and, and the more we live with a heart of purpose, we're living in hope, but that's when we can start to understand our divine purpose, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if there's just one purpose for each of us. I think, you know, there's different callings and it's just um, if we lean into them or not. Yeah. Each day. Almost, yeah, I'm all, almost... Each day, because each day, you know, you got to ask him like, God, like what, you know, what do you want for me today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who mm-hmm. am I supposed to bless? Let's yeah. do this. Um, yeah. And but, how are you going to fill me? Because it's, we always talk about purpose and I think we get hung up on this idea that we have one purpose. You see this person doing that, that's her purpose. But what is so, it it almost provides freedom to look at it as my purpose is what's right before me today. It doesn't have to be this big dream of mine, or it doesn't have to be this big, scary thing that I need to go do right now. But what's in my circle right now today that can be my purpose. It's loving that person that's right down the hall from me, or it is paying attention to that customer or for you having brides come in and pick out their wedding dress. What is that purpose today? And what does it look like to surrender and almost remove ourselves so much from it and just look to love other people around us and how that plays out. Absolutely. Because when we look out to others too, like we're living with gratitude because we're, we're being grateful for what we have and not Mm self-centering. Oh, what I need this. I want this. God, give me this. It's I've learned too. I discover my purpose more when I am loving others Mm -hmm. Because when I am focused slowly on like my success or my this or my that, then I don't feel at peace. And I always, I always, I always, always, always correlate peace mm-hmm. as in like God's purpose. So like I pray about every single decision I make, every single decision, like the down to like people might think it's the most silliest, but mm-hmm. you know, like if I'm going to live for him and if I'm going to, I I want to know if I'm making the right decisions and the only way I know is if I feel at peace about it and it doesn't necessarily come in a minute. It doesn't come in a day. Sometimes it takes months for, to feel like to continue asking to be like, okay, is this just me saying it's a yes or is this you saying it's a yes? And then, you know, eventually I feel at peace. And once I feel at peace, I know it's like from God, but and you start to recognize what that peace feels like. Yeah. And it's not a forced peace. It's this not natural, a I feel it. And I know that's Yeah. Awesome. And purpose and peace go together because if you're living your purpose, you're going to feel at peace about it. Mm-hmm. And so also another thing, like Chris, you know, I knew what I wanted to do when I was in high school. <laughs> like I was just like 16, like I'm designing dresses. Um, but for other people of my, like I know so many people, you know, you're like, you don't have that same like passion but you're doing something great in the work you're doing today. Like he loves his job. He is such an extrovert and like relationship guy. So he, I mean, he can light up a room. And so he's using his giftings to, for his work and for his job. And I think that's where it's hard too, because you don't want to force something if, you know, you, it just doesn't come natural or like maybe if you do want to get there, pray for it because God will, you know, he answers our prayers, but I just want you to also be encouraged. Like if you feel like you don't have a purpose or a passion, like look around you today and wherever, whatever you're doing at work, like how can you use that to, you know, better Mm -hmm. someone else? Yeah. So you're sitting right now around a bunch of 
bridal gowns. And I just want to hear more about your passion for that. I'd love to hear about your business. If you can tell us about our rescue, I would, I'd love for you. Um, to well, our rescue is uh, just an organization that I donate to mm-hmm. uh, because it's, they are on the ground helping, you know, fighting against human trafficking. And that's been really on my heart. Um, it's been on my heart for a while, but obviously a lot of things have come up this year. And I just think it's wonderful what they're doing because they're actually going out and extracting the children. They're saving the children and putting, you know, terrible, terrible, evil people behind bars. So they are fabulous. You should check them out. It's called Our Rescue. But for the gowns, you know, I'm I'm still a small business. I started two and a half years ago and it's been a journey. It's been quite the journey. Um, I'm still on a journey and in, I'm kind of in a transitional mode, but I love what I do and I love, I don't know, I love the ability to, I work directly with stores and then I just launched my online website so that mm-hmm. girls, brides can purchase online, which, you know, sometimes it can be daunting to buy a wedding dress online, but you know, we've got help where uh, we have bridal stylists on hand to walk, walk you through it and really make it special. You know, that's what's most important. I think that's why I was first drawn to bridal too, is because, you know, it's just not like an everyday piece, you know, it has a lot of meaning and significance and a lot of love to it. So that's why I was first drawn to it. And I mean, that's been my passion since I was like 18. So what is that? What is that process like for you when you start to have these ideas of what you want a gown to look like, and then you see it coming to life and then you see a woman come in and her eyes just light up because that's her dress. Yeah. So right. I mean, right now I, I don't work directly with brides. Um, I mean, we are going to start taking appointments, but that is my background is mm-hmm. working with brides and, Oh, there's so much joy when you see a bride just light up and it, it is just perfect. But the process is, and it's, it's awesome. Like for it to go from a sketch to material to you know a bride and when I see photos of a bride or uh, it just like it really it it does it it brings about that same like okay like this is what I'm supposed to do you know like I don't know it's 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 wonderful it's fun it's amazing yeah it's so fun to get to hear about when women start businesses the passion they have behind it and what keeps them going every day because anybody that knows anyone that's a business owner knows that that fire that you have behind why you do what you do is what keeps everything in motion, especially this year, everybody has had to just look up and think, I got to listen. What do people need and how can I show up with what I do and my expertise and my passion? So I always love hearing that because. Yeah. And it's okay to evolve. I think like, I think especially now more than ever, um, it's just, small businesses, you know, you got to be okay with evolving. Mm -hmm. Like who cares what anyone else thinks? Like if you need to evolve into a different direction or if you just need to change some things out, like do it, Mm -hmm. you know, like I've also learned, like I've had to trust more. Um, I've had to stop just staying in the, the groove of like daily tasks and keeping seasons going. And I've had to really like be like, okay, Like I am just striving for all of this, but all of this work is leading to not what my expectations are. And so I've had to, you know, have that humbling experience of, okay, 
maybe like I know now, but it was like a God thing. Like of, he totally didn't once wanted me to go a different direction. And so mm-hmm. this past year I've been working on uh, bringing production uh, stateside, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's just, it's just funny. You just really got to lean in because otherwise you could be doing everything you feel that you are supposed to be, but not, not reaping. And, you know, that's when you have to really trust to be like, you know, God, is this a season of testing? Cause yeah. it could just be testing. Um, or is this a season of trusting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, am I on the right path, but you're just testing me or if it's like, do, do I need to stop thinking I'm better at mm-hmm. my decisions and trusting you? Trust that you've got it. Yeah. So I saw that you're writing a book and I don't know yeah. how much you can and are sharing right now, but I'm really interested and excited to hear about that a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm, I am so excited. I've been wanting to write a book even before going on to the show. Like I wanted to write a book when I was, yeah, like, 24 you know it has always been written in my journal like I want to write a book and it's because of like my humbling past just growing up you know we moved a lot and also lived in a lot of different areas not having much but still having a roof over our head you know so I don't know and then just dealing with you know identity even as young as like eight you know just really like I don't know dealing with um, insecurities and teasing from my brother and it's just, it's just crazy how, when you actually reflect and look back in your past, like how much of it has shaped you to who you are, but also how much of it has also established some lies Mm -hmm. and that you might have about yourself or lies of who you are or lies of what this world is like the world's against you. You know, like there's so many things that happen in your youth and in, in your childhood that affects your decisions and your personality today. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I had to really dig deep even just the first, you know, few years with Chris because he really challenged me in like communication and understanding, like, I don't know. I learned a lot about myself, mm-hmm. you, do. <laughs> you yeah. know, I had to um, really overcome some strongholds of like defensiveness and um, I just didn't know how to communicate because I didn't come from a family of communicators mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. And so it's been, it's been therapeutic but also really encouraging to write everything out and be able to share such encouragement because yeah I mean you know I I may not have been through a lot of what other people have been through but it still was a lot (laughs) at a young age and then going through different relationships Mm -hmm. um, and having to deal with even just like high school stuff with girls and also with the relationship and then you know, onto my twenties and, mm-hmm. and really I talk about, you know, my testimony and I grew up in the church, but I kind of got out of it a little bit. Well, I didn't mm-hmm. get out of it. I just like thought I was a good Christian, but definitely mm-hmm. not like living like a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I still pray. It's relatable. Still, yeah. I still it's like, relatable. you know, like I pray God loves me, yeah. but you know what? Yeah. I still, you know, I still kind of like want to do that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then there was a year of conviction mm-hmm. and I started, um, going back to church. And that's when it was wonderful. Cause I, I you know, I discovered him mm-hmm. on my own in the sense of like, not just what I was raised with or like the stories, because I think you can get, I don't want to say desensitized, but you, you're not understanding the true, like, I don't know. It's just different because yeah. you are yeah. seeking him yourself. You are saying, 
I'm not seeking you because my parents want me to. I am seeking you because I need you mm-hmm. and I want you and I want to know what's, you know, anyway. So he definitely, you know, changed my life for the better in that sense. But I was still like struggling financially and everything else mm-hmm. in LA. And then, and then the opportunity for the show came a year into like really seeking. Um, and that's just when I knew it was like a God thing. Mm. It's crazy. So how- I just write so I write about that. So I pretty much told you a lot about the book, but <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. To but I mean, I share a lot more uh, detail and also yeah. just like a lot more of my story and mm-hmm. all the way to today, all the way to present day, I talk about motherhood and mm. marriage and all the things, you know, I bet that's amazing for you personally to have space where God can just pull you in and say, we're going to put this out into the world. But right now I just want it to be you and I. I just want to have this space with you where you get to see how I'm moving in your life and yeah. how I love you. And we're just going to look at it all. And then you just had this quiet place with him and being able to do that with Chris. I'm sure it was so amazing just to look at everything and to write this book. Yeah, it was, it's, it was really great. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Um, sure was- yeah. I mean, it doesn't even come out till July of next year, but yeah. But I'm excited for it. So stay tuned. Stay yes. Tuned. <laughs> how can how can we stay tuned on? I mean, you just can be follow me. Yeah, okay. follow me on. on It'll it. come up in July. Either the podcast or Desiree okay. Sigrid. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to follow along that more. Thank you. Yeah. I just I'd love to just to take a quick moment and just encourage you and how amazing that is that you're doing that. Okay. And I can't imagine the intentionality and the space and the personal heart work that is done in formulating all the things that you want to say and how you want to say it and putting that out into the world and just know that our community is just covering you in prayer in that process because thank you I appreciate that it's amazing we're really excited oh I love that so you have this awesome community online and your blog. And I'd love just to know where you enjoy talking to people. Do you enjoy the conversations that you see on Instagram? Where do you kind of get um, that interaction from your people that spurs um, you on? I mean, I guess like DMs and um, comments. I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. it is really encouraging and helpful because, you know, people, you know, as you scroll, even like people you follow, you're like, oh, they're beautiful or they're just, it's so inspiring, but you never tell them. Mm -hmm. And I think as women, we need to do a better job of if we think it, we should tell someone because you might assume they get a bunch of messages or a bunch of comments, but like, you don't know what they're going through daily. Or if they're like, you know, I just don't know if I should keep doing this or I just am feeling awful. You know, like, I don't know. We just need to be really support one another and so I've really enjoyed being able to uh, reach women in in this space, in the faith based space. And mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah, I don't know. It's just been awesome. And I just let God like tell you know. I really mm-hmm. let Him lead in like the topics because mm-hmm. I know that no matter how many followers you have, if you have one, you have an influence, and that person can be reached. So it's just important to continue to say yes. Mm-hmm. to what he's calling you to do. And, you know, I struggle with that too sometimes. Like some I mean, I've been off of social a lot lately just because I'm busy. And also I'm kind of like wanting to be off kinda of it a little it. bit. And, um, but there's still things I, you know, I want to put out there, encouraging things. But sometimes, some days I'm just like, I don't even know, you know, anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then um, that's when you just have to allow God to continue to use you and not let doubt or anything else get in the way. 
Yeah, I love your prayers that you'll post. (laughs) And I, I think that's so cool when you just know this person was probably in between point A and point B of her day and felt the Lord speaking to her and just turned on the camera. And decided to share a little bit of it. And it's so... That's what I do. But I mean, but it's taken a while to get there. It's because I was encouraged. Honestly, I was... I mean, I've always been a prayer, but like not out loud. Like Mm -hmm. my personality is very a little more like, you know, I like one-on-one when I don't... I don't know. It can be very intimidating. And... um, but the more like natural disasters happen, the more that people are losing, you know, babies and like going through hard, difficult times, like, and all people put on the post are sending prayers. Oh, I'm praying mm-hmm. for you, praying mm-hmm. for you, praying for you, praying, especially during like national, natural and national disasters. Um, everyone, no matter whether they're believers or not, they're like praying for you. And it kind of just tugged on me. Like, are you like, mm-hmm. are you really yeah. what does that on mean? your knees praying? No, you're just scrolling right past and saying mm-hmm. it to the next person. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of a little kick in the butt of like, okay, like I just want to pray. And I don't even remember what my first prayer was. I, I've been doing it for um, probably over a year, but it took me, I, I will say it took a few months. I had recorded a few, never posted it. I you know, you've got to, yeah, it's, it's hard, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard, but it's like, why, yeah. like, why is this so hard to be bold mm-hmm. and to share good news and to share mm-hmm. life? Like why mm-hmm. it's because the devil is like, Oh, all around us. And it gets into the cracks of our, our brain and yeah. makes us and our heart and makes yeah. us think we are, I don't know. It just makes us question mm-hmm. and second guess things. And so I stopped doing that and I would just press I would just send it and mm-hmm. let God work. And, yeah. you know, and he does every time I pray, someone is like, you know, I really needed to hear that. Or they're like, exactly like what you said. Like, they'll just be like, I just got on and I, your mm-hmm. prayer came up and it was exactly what I needed in that moment. Mm-hmm. And it might not be everyone who follows me that they might just be like, Ooh, mm-hmm. but for the one person it reached. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and that's all, you know, that's all that matters in this. It's, and like I said, it's his glory over my game. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if I lose followers because I'm mm-hmm. praying. I <laughs> I've had to stop too, like, because I work with um, brands and I do collabs and that actually funds my business. Mm-hmm. But I had to learn to also give it to God and be like, you know what? I'm over caring about where my money comes from. And I'm just going to trust that if I continue to share faith-based content and I, I continue to pray, like, you know what? You're you'll provide for me some way. You know, yeah, <laughs> he always does. It doesn't yeah. always look how we think it will. Yeah, but, but I think this year, I, I'm going to just say, I think this year, if you're listening, like, and you're just you feel intimidated or you have something to say, but you're afraid to say it, like, mm-hmm. stand out because I think he's using women in mm-hmm. in this generation, and he's using women in this year to really and tall for him and be able mm-hmm. to connect people because we do women, you know, well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to disclude like men too yeah, have, yeah. can be very empathetic and caring and intuitive and have discernment. Mm-hmm. And I do think women though, you know, we, we naturally have that like nurturing mm-hmm. spirit. And I think God's really stirring that and wanting us to, sh- you know, spread love and spread yeah. life and spread, you know, we use our heart to touch others, not just, you know, our intuition too. 
Yes. Well, discernment, I, I would say this year, um, discernment has been the biggest thing I've been praying for and praying for other people because, you know, we're inundated with tons of stuff each day in the news and new things popping up here and there. And, you know, a lot of it can be smoke and mirrors. And so you got to be careful of what you're allowing in to affect you because you really just got to turn to the truth. And I, I had to learn that, you know, I had to like pause and be like, all right, I care about all these topics and it's hurting my heart. <laughs> um, and you know, my, it's like weighing on me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to just be like, okay, God, where are you in this? And, mm-hmm. and, and w- so discern it, you got to discern though. And then um, that's where it's, it can be hard. So you can get caught up and, in the he said she said or mm-hmm. I believe this over this, but really it's like comes down to a, a God thing and yeah. I don't know. How have you seen God show you how to to discern hearing him this year? Um I will say I've always had a sensitive spirit to mm-hmm. the spirit mm-hmm. um naturally and so I, I do feel like I do get like audible not audible, but to me yeah. it's audible. Yeah. Like it's clear. Of like it, it's very clear, but I, I think it's because I'm intentional with the time mm-hmm. I spend praying. And I, I mean, I'm an avid prayer and I don't even realize it. Like I'll be praying in the shower just like for the day, or I'll be praying over my boys when I'm gone. Heck yeah. When, when they're like at school or with a sitter, mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> any second I get, I'm praying over them. But, um, so I think I'm just like a naturally avid prayer just Mm -hmm. like it just comes to me and so the more but but I will say if you're not like the more you pray the more you'll be able to discern because Mm -hmm. he'll be and and the more time you take yeah like resting in him is where you will discern you cannot have your phone on Mm -hmm. you cannot have other distractions in your mind if you are trying to discern yeah you have to open like give him that space to show you what he wants you to do or what he wants you to believe. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I had to, this whole season was super busy. I mean, just like mentally, physically, we were doing lots of family stuff. And, and uh, as I've mentioned, I feel like many times I'm an introvert in the sense of where I receive my like rejuvenation. Mm -hmm. And so it really wears on me like hard, like Chris knows it. I, but even if I'm like, I really need a break. Like I really need a break. It's sometimes hard even yeah. because he also, he's yeah. you know, going a going hundred miles an hour with work. And then we have the boys and, you know, you just don't get a break. And um, so I had to be intentional. Um, if I wasn't getting the break I needed physically, mm-hmm. I would try to, um, you know, take a lunch or when Xander's napping, like, and just read the Bible instead mm-hmm. of, working because work can always take precedence sometimes. And, but if, but if I was, I was feeling just so like, you know, just not rested. Mm-hmm. So I learned that <laughs> you really, mm-hmm. really need to um, take the time to be able to discern him. And, and I, again, I'm going to go back to peace. You, mm-hmm. you know that what you're discerning is correct. If there's a, an amount of peace over you. Yeah. Cause he's not going to give you an answer that makes you feel like uneasy and, I mean, it might not be the answer you want, mm-hmm. but it's not going to, you won't doubt it because it's coming from him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, you know, it's a learning thing. It's a learning thing. This has taken me years and years and years and years and years. And also with the praying out loud, like 
that has taken a decade. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be completely honest, for years, I prayed for boldness. Mm-hmm. And it didn't come then. It took eight more years of praying for boldness for me to be bold. So mm-hmm. um, just, you know, if you're out there, I mean, just don't give up. Yeah. Like, if you're wanting to be bold or if you're wanting to be confident or brave mm-hmm. or anything, like, I don't know. It's just, it takes time, but it also takes intention. Yeah. Yeah. And not overthinking it so much. Yeah. I think sometimes we get confused and distracted because we are putting so much thought into all the things that could happen where when I find my courage, it's when I feel that stirring and I have that peace that you're talking about. And I know it's from the Lord and I just say yes and lean into it. Yeah, and I don't overthink. Right. And a lot of times with prayer, it's that way too. You just, you focus on yourself less and you say, okay, God, I feel this in my soul and in my spirit. I know it's from you. Let's go. Like, let's go yeah. as a team. This isn't about yeah. me. Let's go as a team. And you step into it and yeah. he shows up in such big ways, but it's been such a treat today to get to know you a little bit and just to hear it's it's really been such a reward to get to connect with women all over this year in the middle of the busy and we all have so many things going on and you look at people as leaders and when leaders come and have a conversation and say I feel a lot right now I feel a lot. I feel all these things for all these people. I feel all these things for my family, for my business, for my community. It does something to empower a community to say, we're in this together. The way that you feel is the way Des feels, is the way Brit feels. We all are in it together. And when we can just break past, like you said, what we perceive things to be and just get down to it and realize this is a space for all of us to link arms and to be filled up. And I always pray that before any interview, that not only would it be a time that the Lord comes and encourages the woman with her headphones in while she's working or doing laundry or whatever, but it would be a time that our guests leave and think, I did that real quick and I can breathe a little bit more as I finish my day. So I hope that you have a little bit of that today. And I just appreciate you taking time to be here. And I always ask one final question and it always... I always add something new to my thoughts before I start talking. And I just try to think about the woman listening. And as I hear you sharing, I would love to ask you how you would empower the woman listening to lean into that quiet space with the Lord. Like what is something practical that you could tell her today that she can take with her and do today to find that space? Yeah, absolutely. I would say, I mean, I'm as busy as busy can be. Um, And the one thing that has helped me is actually leaving my Bible open. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just leave my Bible open and on the dining table or on the counter, like it's out all the time. And every day, every morning, I just open it to whatever God's leading me to. Um, because I truly believe like if you pray before, like there are so many times I've said, you know, like I, I am heavy, like show me like what, what is going on? And I just open my Bible and he t- takes me to a verse that is exactly what I needed or exactly what I wanted. But it's also taken me to places I didn't want to hear, but I knew he was showing me because there will be seasons where I'm turning to the same message, the same message. And I, I mean, not intentionally. I literally mm-hmm. just opened my book. Mm-hmm. Same message, 
same message. And I will be like, what are you telling me, God? Like I read this like, yesterday. But I will be honest, that that was about the work stuff and like trusting. Mm-hmm. It was trusting um, his will over your own will. And I mean, it took months of hearing that. And I'm like, God, I ain't <laughs> trusting you. you know? like, I got it. I was like, what? Like yeah. where else? But I would say that's a practical like tip to mm-hmm. you know, you know, like you are busy with your babies, you're but before before you take him to school, just open that book and read a verse. Mm-hmm. And it, it may not hit you in the moment, but then think about it again throughout the day. And maybe, maybe it'll surprise you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Sometimes I turn the Bible and I'm like, huh, eh, I don't know what you were doing, but I didn't really, I didn't okay. really see anything there. Yeah. Um, but then I'll turn it again and I'll yeah. be like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And that literally takes one minute. Yeah. It takes one minute. And I do that multiple times a day. And I mean, it's just helpful because I have it out and about. And so right before cooking, I'll open it. Or if, you know, like I got, you know, if I had like a terrible message or a a person who was really like hurtful and it like affects my mindset and it affects, because I, I just, there's just so much hostility and hate right now. And, but then I pray and I'm like, God, just please encourage me, please help me. And I like turn to a message and I'm like, Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. it was exactly what I needed to hear. And mm-hmm. so I would just encourage you to open your book, your Bible, and mm-hmm. or maybe even just a devotional and mm-hmm. every day be able have to something. open it. Yeah, just to have something to fill your soul because if you're filling it with social media, that's what you're going to mm-hmm. get out. You know, like what you put in is what you put out or what you, yeah. So you got to really fill it with some good stuff. Yeah. Thanks for being here today. Yeah. Thanks for having me so much. <laughs> You can find Desiree online on Instagram at Desiree Siegfried, at Heart of Purpose Podcast, and at Desiree Heartstop. You can also find her online at DesireeSiegfried.com and at shop.DesireeHeartsock.com. Did you enjoy this episode? Would you hit that subscribe button, leave us a five-star review, and share this podcast with a girlfriend? A great way to help us get the word out is by screenshotting this episode on your cell phone and tagging us at Wheatful Woman to your Instagram story. We'd love to hear your favorite parts of the show so we can keep creating episodes that show up to serve you. Thanks for tuning in and we can't wait to catch you next time.